We're talking Dynasty transactions on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On. that's all caps, in the game store. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? It's going all right. Busy, busy. How are you? Yes, these def- holiday weeks are always harder. <laughs> they're a challenge for sure. Yeah. And, uh, it seems like they're they're going to be a challenge for some NFL teams as well. Uh, we've we've got, uh, of course, week 16 action is essentially bumped up a day with most of the games on Saturday. And we're getting lots of reports about players uh, missing practice, potentially missing the game, uh, the game on Saturday or, or a few on Sunday. So it's going to be a challenge for those of us still in fantasy playoffs in our dynasty leagues. That's what we're here to talk about today, though. It is Tuesday. We're going to talk about some dynasty transactions and. Matt, we've we've skipped the waiver wire talk for a couple weeks, but we've got to get back to it because there's some some big names, as I said, that may not play. And of course, that starts with the Eagles and quarterback Jalen Hurts. Uh, I guess they officially haven't clinched uh, the number one overall seed, or I, I don't believe they've even uh, clinched their division. But they're very right. close to doing that. I think they need one more win. Uh, one more win gets them by the whole way through. Right, right. So They're good shape, yeah. Assuming they get that done in the next uh, the next three weeks, I don't think there's any concern there, and that means we might not see Jalen Hurts. Uh, uh, certainly, might not see him on Sunday. We may not see him for a couple of weeks. And if you're a dynasty team, he's likely carried you this far through the season, and you might have to be looking for a new plan. That's uh, that's a scary thing. Oh, it's a it's the brutalities of, of fantasy yeah. football, especially mm. in redraft. But if you had Hurts, you're probably still alive <laughs> and happy about it, and you drafted him, you know, a little bit down the line. It wasn't your first round pick, and now you need to find a replacement, most likely, and you probably don't have a great number two on your bench. And you're right. I mean, how much will he play? I mean, do, you, do the Eagles want to wait all the way? until the second round of the playoffs, till he touches the football again. And the interesting wrinkle is next week, they play the Saints. Who cares about that? Well, the right. Eagles do, because they have the Saints' first-round pick. So mm. you want to give the Saints a nice loss. Call. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, it's it's a tough one. Of course, uh, Gardner Minshew is a, uh, although we haven't really seen him much this year, very capable backup. Uh, I mean, Gardner Minshew is the perfect perfect player to add right now for any yeah. dynasty team we talked about uh talked about free agents upcoming free agents last week i believe and gardner Minshew is one of those so uh whether you need him to uh, fill in for that jalen hurts spot or if you just want to grab him uh as he potentially lands a starting job this offseason gardner Minshew is the perfect player to add if you're in a one quarterback league i'm going to assume he's still out there Matt, I'm in a super flex league still 
still in the playoffs. I've got Jalen Hurts on my team. Actually just traded for him a couple weeks ago. That makes it sting even more. Gardner Minshew already gone uh, in in that league, so I need to figure that one out. But if you're in a super flex league, might be rostered uh, in those single quarterback leagues. He'll be available. And as I said, would be a good pickup regardless of your situation. I think he might be startable right from the bat. Yeah, I agree. And that offense, uh, yeah. Brock Purdy, another solid game, 217 yards, couple touchdowns. Uh, this is back-to-back good starts for Purdy as, as San Francisco did clinch their division. Um, are, we, are we concerned yet about Trey Lance and his future? I mean, how, how far does Purdy have to take hmm. this before it becomes a real debate? I don't think it's there yet. I don't way. think it can happen. To okay. be honest with you. I mean, there's so much has been invested in Lance. There's a big plan there. I mean, I think you talk about it if he takes the Niners to the Super Bowl. Maybe we'll discuss it then. I mean, to me, it's just too much of an investment, too much talent in Lance, too much of a plan to get away from that. Last quarterback we'll talk about as a waiver wire option is Jordan Love. And there was some talk uh, before that Monday night game that if the Packers lost, we might see Jordan Love here in the final uh, few weeks of the season. Of course, they did not uh, did not lose. Packers get the win at home over the Rams, and their playoff hopes are still alive just barely. So we'll see what happens uh, in week 16 with the Packers and uh, and Aaron Rodgers. But really, Jordan mm-hmm. Love, kind of, kind of similar spot to Gardner Minshew, uh, a player that you may want to grab now and see how the offseason plays out, uh, but certainly a chance that he ends up in a starting role uh, in 2023. Yeah, I mean, at some point he's going to get a shot somewhere, and he has first-round pedigree, so maybe it's week 18, and, you know, he does something for you, and he shows a little bit. He's a real tough one for me. Yeah, the Packers still are going to have to make that decision on his option, and if they don't see anything from him, that's that's going to make that an even more yeah. difficult decision. More Um, and more, I think Green Bay is just going to run it back with Rodgers and try to win again, you know, I mean, and maybe move love. Yeah, yeah. The running back news of the week was was, uh, tough, similar to the Jalen Hurts news, actually even worse than the Jalen Hurts news because uh, Jonathan Taylor in the first week of, of the fantasy playoffs goes out on the first series, did not return. Uh, it was Deion Jackson and Zach Moss uh, doing most of the work there for the mm-hmm. Indianapolis Colts in that uh, in, in that Saturday game that ended up being such an epic comeback for the Vikings. Uh, both Jackson and Moss played well. We learned later uh, following uh, following that game that uh, JT would miss the rest of the season. He's on the injured reserve, so. If you've made it this far with Taylor's up and down season, you won't have him the rest of the way. Unfortunately, Jackson and Moss are the waiver wire targets here. Although, I mean, you you don't feel good about starting either of those guys. That's a problem. Yeah, in, yeah, in the playoffs, you certainly have to be desperate. Uh, Deion Jackson ends up with 55 rushing yards, caught one ball that was for a touchdown, and, and Zach Moss. Uh, 81 yards on 24 carries. So it's likely going to be a committee. Um, yeah, this is, they want to run the ball, you've but you got to be a very good offense. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, they're useful if that's all you got. 
Of course, if you just lost lost Jonathan Taylor, uh, you certainly might be desperate. Uh, Marlon Mack. Two points from him last week. You might not still be alive. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. Marlon Mack uh, is the pass catching back in Denver the rest of the way. Mike Boone lands on uh, the injured reserve. And Marlon Mack ends up with 37, uh, 37 rushing yards and a touchdown. Caught four balls for 26 yards. So, uh, you know, he's going to get some garbage time numbers again. You, yeah. You'd have to be in a rough spot. But if you're grabbing somebody off the waiver wire at this point in the fantasy playoffs, you already know how, how desperate you are. Royce Freeman for the uh, the Texans. He ends up being the starter with uh, Damian Pierce on the injured reserve. Or not the starter, but the uh, basically mm-hmm. the lead back, lead back for that Texans team. Him. Yeah, 51 yards for him. And Joshua Kelly is going to be one to watch. He scored the touchdown last week, and Austin Eckler banged up that shoulder. Seems like he's going to be good to go, but um, that's another one. If if, if the Chargers lose this week and their playoff hopes get uh, even further away, we might see Eckler miss that final week of the fantasy season, which would be another tough one. Yeah, yeah. Right now, the the Chargers though, are in the driver's seat to get a playoff spot. And uh, do we know that Kelly would just take it all if Eckler went down? That's my 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 issue there. You know. Yeah, it's Not- it's tough to know with the Chargers' offense, honestly. And and I think mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, uh, Austin Eckler has been successful in spite of that offense oh, and absolutely. and that coaching staff. I agree. Matt, when we come back, we'll talk about a couple of wide receivers to look at, and we're going to do a dynasty value check on some players that have uh, really been hot over the past month or so. Yeah, folks, I'm pretty psyched about this new sponsor. Uh, it's called a mobile game called Ultimate Football GM, which is, trust me, right up my alley. I mean, since I could crawl, I've been wanting to be an NFL GM and manage a football franchise and build a team and draft and all that good stuff. And if that's for you, then this game is definitely for you. So manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team for glory. So what you have to do is you have to hire the right coaches and coordinators. You you get to trade players, which is a blast. Make draft picks, which we know all of us love. Navigate your franchise through free agency in the draft and all the ups and downs of the season. All this in a a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. So this is what you do. Locked on Dynasty listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON, that's all caps, LOCKEDON, in the game store. That's locked on to make sure you get it. So make sure you check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. Also, I've told you about Turo quite a bit, too. I mean, Turo is the world's largest, you know, car marketplace in the world, obviously. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. They have a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget. You get an SUV or a minivan for a huge road trip with your fam or a pickup truck if you want to load it up with mulch and do work in the yard or whatever you need or move or even test drive an EV. I mean, it's a great way to test drive vehicles if you're thinking about buying something. So every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions do apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Churro.com. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. 
For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Matt, we're talking about waiver wire targets. There are some interesting ones, especially at the quarterback position this week. But let's move over to the wide receiver position. Uh, Chris Moore, another solid game. Not quite as good as mm-hmm. what we saw uh, in week 14, but it's starting to feel like uh, we might not see Brandon Cooks or, or Nico Collins anymore this season. Of course, the Texans, I think, are content to lose, even though they have been very competitive the yeah, past couple hard. weeks against uh, really some of the best teams in the league. Almost beat the Cowboys and uh, went went head-to-head with the uh, with the Chiefs as well. Uh, but Chris Moore's probably the wide receiver one for this team the rest of the way. Yes, through. it's crazy, but maybe you're right. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, he's, I don't know, I think he's 29 or 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Not not any real dynasty value here, but again, if, you've, if you're desperate for that fill-in wide receiver spot, he's a target. This next guy a little more interesting, Rashid yeah. Shahid. We've not talked about him really at all, I don't believe, on here. Uh, the Saints rookie wide receiver, undrafted. Uh, you know, the Saints have had a lot of trouble with injuries this year. Once again, Michael Thomas, uh, you know, third year in the row, he's he's kind of been dealing with it and missed most of the season. Jarvis Landry's been in and out of the lineup. It's really been the two rookies, Olave and, and Rashid Shahid, who have been uh, – reliable for them this year and and Shahid continues to play a larger and larger role had a nice game uh, this weekend this past weekend three catches 95 yards and a big score do you see him as a guy who can be a real factor long term possibly I think he's worth a a stash because he's got ability he's got explosive traits I thought he was kind of a raw prospect coming into the league and those raw prospects sometimes get better and refine their craft, and he certainly has got an opportunity to do that and seems to be taking advantage. I mean, I don't look at Michael Thomas as any kind of obstacle, and, no. you know, they just used a first-round pick on a receiver. Chances of them going back to that well are slim, so I think they'll probably be counting on him. The Ravens are an interesting spot. We've talked about their offense recently and mostly not for good reasons, although it does seem like we're going to see Lamar Jackson back on the field this coming week. I certainly hope that's the case. We will not be seeing Devin Duvernay, though. Uh, this this team has been hit hard with injuries. Obviously, Lamar's missed a couple games. Rashad Bateman is on the injured reserve. He's missed a big chunk of the season. Uh, and this team was kind of relying on Devin DuVernay and, and Demarcus Robinson. We're we're recording this episode later than normal, and uh, one one little benefit of that is that we've gotten some information. And unfortunately for the Ravens, it's not good. DuVernay suffered a foot injury. They quickly placed him on the injured reserve, and claimed Sammy Watkins off the waiver wire. So some some big moves and notable moves. From the Ravens, DuVernay is is out for the year now. Demarcus Robinson, he's really been kind of serving as the team's wide receiver one the past two or three weeks anyway. So um, I don't know that his role changes much, but we could see Sammy Watkins play an immediate role for this team. Do you like any of these guys for the fantasy playoffs, or are you mostly just staying away here? I mean, it's a miserable passing game. Lamar will help it, but it was pretty miserable when he got injured before that. Um, I think you laid that out well. Robinson probably is the one. 
I was joking the other day, I think it was on Peacock and Williamson about, you know, is is Sammy Watkins and Deshaun Jackson just going to race to see who gets hurt first? You know, like, <laughs> are we counting on either one of these guys to stay on the field? I, I don't. I mean, Robinson, I, if I owned him, fine. Uh, any other than that, I'm not real interested. Yeah, I mean, you think about Sammy Watkins and how bad that receiver core has been for the uh, for the Packers this year, and they've dealt with injuries as well. Uh, and and he still couldn't play right. a, a real significant role. So um, I've said that word desperate over and over again. The Ravens <laughs> are desperate, oh. and if and if you're using Sammy Watkins in the fantasy playoffs, uh, you're in that you're in bad shape. desperation, yeah. Matt, I wanted to ask you about this player, another guy we haven't talked about uh, really at all this season, but a player that I'm interested in. I don't think he's on many, many waiver wires, so he, he doesn't totally fit this conversation, but I got to get your thoughts here. K.J. Osborne. Uh, Minnesota yeah. Vikings, their their third receiver in in most weeks. He uh, he led the team this past weekend again in that big comeback against the Colts. Ends up with sixteen targets, catches ten of them for one hundred fifty seven yards and a touchdown. Really kind of got that comeback started early in the second half with the long touchdown, another uh, couple long uh, receptions, and really kind of fired that team up. Uh, before Justin Jefferson took over uh, and Dalvin Cook as well. You know, Adam Thielen not getting any younger. He's 31 already, I believe, right. maybe even older. Is Osborne going to be a guy that we could maybe start on a weekly basis next year, or, or do you look at this performance as more of a fluke? No, somewhere in between, I would yeah. say. Yeah, you that's, know, fair. that's a tough call because – He's always going to see single coverage, so I bet he'll have some blow-up days over the next couple of years, you know, especially with Hawkinson now in the mix. But what would shock you, you mentioned Thielen's age. The Vikings' first-round pick could be a receiver. I mean, yeah, that wouldn't true. blow me away either. And then we'd be like, ah, you know. So I, 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 he's useful. He's explosive. I think he's a good football player. That's not a terrible situation. I just don't know that he's in there that – he's anything more in their mind than a third receiver, which with Hawkinson and Jefferson doesn't leave a lot of meat on the bone. Yeah. So he'll have those, those big games, uh, yeah, not, yeah. not likely as big as this one this past weekend, but, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll pop up with a big game here and there, but you're not looking at him as a guy you can rely on from a fantasy standpoint. No, I mean, maybe more of like a bi-week starter, hope you hit type of guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Matt, when we come back, we're going to take a, a dynasty value check on uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars and a couple other players as well. I've told you often about prize picks. I'm a big fan. I've done quite well there, to be honest with you. And one of the things I like best about it is it's just me basically versus myself. You know, I mean, it, the the numbers they give you, they're going to go over or under. And the way it works, as I've often told you, is you pick between two and five players. And will they score more or less than their prize pick projection? And what again, it's not a bunch of people you're playing against that can get lucky. It's just you versus these projections. And can you can you hit the number over or under? Um, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. Um, it's just you versus the projections. Prize picks offers projections on any sport you watch. Of course, I focus on NFL, but there's some, you know, all the ones you would think, NBA, M you know, Major League Baseball, Hockey, Golf, all those good things, but, you know, World Cup. 
Um, but if you are a WNBA expert or esports or women's college basketball, boxing, cricket, things like that, I think you'd clean up here, you know, at Prize Picks. So entries are made in 60 seconds or less, so much quicker than that, honestly. Safe and fast withdrawals. They're operational right now in 30 states as well as in Canada. So please download the Prize Pick app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with our promo code that's locked on. Uh, so if you put 100 bucks in, Prize Picks will give you 100 bucks. You put in 50, Prize Picks will give you 50. So don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. Matt, I wanted to check in on this Jacksonville Jaguars team. Uh, they've they've been one of the hottest teams in the league over the past couple weeks, uh, winning some big games, playing close in some uh, in some other games as well. And and uh, these players on offense are putting up major numbers. Trevor Lawrence, yeah, yeah. of course, it starts with him, and no real surprise here. Uh, but Trevor Lawrence is the quarterback three over the past month. And you think about from a dynasty perspective, how high can we push this guy in our in our rankings? Uh, I know we did this kind of had this similar conversation with Justin Fields a few weeks ago, but I think it's probably Lawrence's turn. And you look at current oh, yeah. you look at current ADP from Dynasty League Football, which is uh, basically brand new. We've got Lawrence behind Dak Prescott. Uh, I think it's we're talking about a six year age gap there. I'm I'm probably well, taking Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking Lawrence over Dak. Uh, we've got Tua, uh, another young quarterback who's playing very well. Uh, right. Lawrence, Lawrence versus Tua. You want Lawrence there? Okay. Yeah, I do. So we're pushing Lawrence at, at least to quarterback nine. Now we're in that Kyler Murray. Obviously, things have changed since that ADP was formed uh, with him and the injury. I'm taking Lawrence over Kyler, given this right given now, the injury. Yeah. 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 And I I have no faith in that Cardinals organization to get things on track either. Okay, so so we've got him up to eight, which I, I totally agree with. Above Dak, above Tua, above Kyler. Then it gets tough. Justin Fields, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson are the next three guys. Mm, I'm I don't not know. there yet. Yeah, I'm not there yet either. Uh, but I think at the very least, we're we're talking about Trevor Lawrence as the quarterback eight in Dynasty. And Maybe he's in the conversation with those other players. I mean, honestly, if if we push Fields there, maybe it's fair to push Lawrence that high as well. Mm-hmm. Not too shabby for late in your second year after a wasted rookie year. Absolutely. I don't. I yeah. don't know what to do with these next two guys because we've seen flashes throughout their career. I just don't know if it's too little, too late. And of course, the first guy we have to talk about is Zay Jones. He's uh, it, it's it's not just a one week thing. It, it feels that way after he had a, a huge game in week uh, 15. But he's the wide receiver four over the past month. He is 27 years old. He's signed on with the Jags for a couple more years. But Make Calvin Ridley, yeah. Calvin Ridley's uh, joining this roster next year. So it's going to be some competition for targets. Wouldn't be surprised if they added uh, another pass catcher there as right, well. Right. And we'll we'll go ahead and throw Evan Ingram in the in the conversation. Looking at that past four week um, span, he's the tight end one, the number one overall tight end, and of course most of that coming in that week uh, week fourteen game. 
Well, I would bet on Ingram over Jones. I have a little bit of a blind spot for Jones, and I, I, I recognize that. I don't respect his game as much as I probably should. The fact that they're giving him pretty good money indicates that they, they have big plans for him, and he's living up to it. Yeah, I, I do think Ridley will be the one. I think that they could use a day-two pick on another receiver. But I think Ingram's in a real good spot. So you feel like Ingram would be a, a guy you're investing in this this offseason as yeah i mean I, I forget exactly how our top 12 tight end ranks went the last time we did it but well, he wasn't there i know but i was considering him at 12 i didn't i wasn't quite there but i was considering him amongst the you know, at the very end of that okay yeah that's fair uh and i'm with you on zay jones it's been a, an impressive run for him mm-hmm. um i'm i'm giving more of the credit here to to trevor lawrence, lawrence. Uh, versus uh, versus Zay Jones or or even Evan Ingram, honestly. Last note: there is a lot of these young quarterbacks like Allen finding digs. You know, they they focus in on a stud. I think it's really encouraging for Lawrence's production that he'll just take the open guy. You know, yeah. whether it's Kirk that week, Evan Ingram this week, Zay Jones your week, whoever is the tastiest matchup, I'm going to exploit it. That's advanced stuff. Yeah, good point. Uh, we talked about a quarterback, a wide receiver, and a tight end. All of the Jaguars. Let's let's uh, fit a running back in here. No Jaguar here to talk about. But what about Jarek McKinnon of the Chiefs, the RB one overall the past two weeks in a row? Um, but he's thirty years old. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. You know, we. I mean, we saw like we saw Cordarell Patterson do this. Could Jarek McKinnon follow that same path? and be a real fantasy asset uh, in 2023. I mean, he's like a cockroach that won't die. I mean, he, <laughs> he just keeps showing up, and you forget about him for a month, and then, oh, he has a couple of great games in a row. I would dump him as soon as I could, to be honest with you, at, at his age and not knowing where his next landing spot is. Yeah. And I, I do think Kansas City could be in the market for a very early draft pick running back. Oh, they can't do it again, can they? They can't take another first-round running back. I don't know. I mean, oh. they can't be happy with Clyde Edwards-Helaire. No, no, certainly not. But no. I, I think they, I think they're pretty happy with Isaiah Pacheco, and especially sure. at his cost of, you know, essentially not free. That, right, he was an undrafted right, right. rookie. So I don't know if they get McKinnon to stay around. Uh, they they run it back with those two. It's it's worked pretty well this year. Yeah, I guess there's an argument for both. I mean, they could draft defense. Uh, but I'm with you. I, I don't see any dynasty value. Uh, Patterson did do it uh, for the Falcons the past couple of years as a essentially a 30 year old breakout. Uh, but I mean, those are those are few and far between uh, and very unlikely that Jarek McKinnon is the next one to do it. Yeah, that's a that's a tough road to bank on. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.